0: Good evening, everybody. Again, this is Barry McLeod along with Richard Johnson. We are calling uh, this Wolfpack call for a Wednesday evening from Las Vegas. We're very, very excited to host these calls and to supply the training that we believe is necessary to build a business in this wonderful industry that we've all, again, chosen to be a part of. Tonight we're going to get right to it. We've got a very, very special guest online and I want to give you just a uh, just a tad bit background. George Antar is our guest. I I think George and I figured out we've known each other for about 25 or 27 years. When I first met George, I was in his organization in a work marketing company. I was way way down, and in fact, I was so far down in his organization, I wasn't even in his pay line. And I was struggling mightily, couldn't make any money, working my tail end off, not getting any help from my upline uh, sponsor and that. Does that sound familiar? Anyway, I started going up, and I went all the way to the top to George. I got his number. I called him on the phone, introduced myself, told him that I was working hard and I needed help. And he did, even though it didn't mean anything financially to him. And we became friends, and we've been good friends ever since. Um, I have followed George several times with, into other companies, and it's always been a, a first of all a, a pleasure to be around him. And second of all, I've always made money with him also. And George is is, uh, and I'm going to let you. He's going to tell his story, but I just want you to know he's real. He's a uh, he, he he's making a whole boatload full of money in this industry, and he's going to talk about that, but. Again, I want you to know, George uh, and his sweet, beautiful wife, Donna, they are real honest-to-goodness people. And, George, I've got you unmuted. The first thing I I would like to ask you is that story I just told, is that pretty accurate?
1: Uh, Actually, exactly accurate, yes, sir.
0: (laughs) You know, George, I've learned a lot from you over the years and you're the one that originally taught me about the maniac on a mission and the 90 day blitz. Would you like to, uh, to expand on that just a tad?
1: Well, sure, Barry. Thanks for having me the call tonight. Appreciate you and your, your 26 years of friendship that we've had and you and Cindy, it's been, uh, it's been a pretty amazing and, and we've had fun together. That leads to a, to a decision. When you say that 90 day blitz or a, or just going for a massive action. There there comes a time when a person has to make a decision to pretty much go out of balance. Now, everybody says if you ask people about balance and you, you, we've had meetings where we've had a workshop situation kind of thing going on for three days and we get people's ideas of what balance means to them and what's more important. Okay, you have family, you've got Recreation, you've got time for all you know. All these different reasons why um, your time's taken up. But to do that 90 day blitz, to do that, even if it's 30 day sprints, and then you put those back to back over the course of say four months, you you do three 30 day sprints. You've got to go out of balance, and that's what most people don't ever do. It's, I have a I have a slide in one of in pretty much, in many of my timing talks. I have slides of of like a little kid pushing his mother in, in a toy car. He's got to go out of bounds. He's got to push really hard, just like when you're out of gas. You've got to push really hard to get it going. Well, that rocket ship uses up a huge, I don't know, 90-something percent of, of, their, of their fuel getting off the ground. That's what you have to do. You've got to go full out for that 30 days that, that, that go maybe back-to-back for three in a row or nine days straight. If the, if the sink's leaking, let it leak. If oil needs to be changed, somebody in your life needs to needs to be on your team to do that for you. If something has to get done, like you have to help somebody move, somebody else has to help somebody move. You've got to keep, stay focused and just keep on doing everything that needs to do, even if it's part time basis. So that's the main thing about that. That massive action can look like many things, but it's got to look like talking to people new every day. Cannot be talking to upline about the same thing you talked about yesterday. You've got to be finding somebody new to talk to on a part time basis, at least five a day, and on a full time basis, at least 10, 15 people a day.
0: George, you, you uh, and I have repeated this story many times to different people in our training programs, but I know that you got started in the industry many years ago and. Uh, and, uh, now I hope that I'm telling the, the right story. This is what I've been telling people that, uh, you, you <laughs> just got out of college and, uh, uh, didn't have a job and you answered an ad in the newspaper and it happened to be, uh, you didn't realize it at the time, but it happened to be a network marketing company. And, and d- why don't you pick it up from there? Because I, the, the point I'm getting to is you've always taught me through that story about timing. Uh, take take that and, and run with it for a minute.
1: My neighbor's boyfriend was uh, making $160,000 a month in 1984 when that meant something. Um, he was uh, doing very well in a company called Herbalife, and that's when I got involved in 1984. And uh, there were people in that, in that local meeting I went to that were making six figures a month, many of them. And I saw them on stage. I thought, I can do that. Um, it took me many years to get there, but... So I, when I joined Herbalife, they did 95 million that month in sales. When you're 22 years old and you're kind of thinking that everything's about you, like like some 22 year old males might think, my first three months were very successful. Um, 9,000 like 200, 9,400, 9,600. Very, the first three months were very successful, and I, all I did was do what they told me to do. I passed out flyers. I told everybody I knew what I was doing. It wasn't even it wasn't even a question about not calling somebody. And what I realized many years later was that if you just put your mouth open and start talking at the right time of a company, the rest takes care of itself for you. So it wasn't it wasn't my brilliance. It was my 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 not understanding that no. Why wouldn't anybody want to do this? Of course I'm going to do this and only do this. And um, just talking to enough people got them to take action because of the story that was being told around it the timing issue in my first and since that company I've never done anything else in my life and there's anything else but network marketing um whether it be writing compensation plans or being on the corporate level but it's only been network marketing uh uh-huh.
0: And, George, just for we've got a really good turnout tonight, and I really appreciate that. Just so everybody knows on the call that you are human, I mean, uh, you've been in this industry a lot of years, and and, uh, obviously maybe you want to talk about some of the great success you're having now, but but you have had some disappointments in the industry, uh, like everybody else. Is that correct?
1: Oh, yeah. I went through a fun period. There was a friend of mine who joined the company about three months before I did, and he got his check to like forty-five thousand a month, and I got mine to twenty thousand a month. And somewhere in my twenty-four-year-old, twenty-five-year-old, whatever it was, twenty-six-year-old mind, I figured, all right, I got to get first. I got to begin first. So whenever a brand new company would come to my uh, um, knowledge, uh, I would be the w- one of the first wave. W- whether it be in the top in the first one hundred, or maybe in one case I was the, the number seven person who knew about a company. Um, And I I spent years doing that. Um, I would say there's probably six or eight companies I could think of where I was one of the first in. And the reason why we're still not there is because those companies didn't make it. Being the first one in is not always the best situation unless you're lucky in in your picking. Having one with some some background and some knowledge and some, uh, some, some years behind them or even much behind them is much better than being the first in. Unless you know for sure, somehow you know for sure. But so yes, I um I've had eleven huge successes if you would call it huge, um in my 33 year career. But I've also had many 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 times. I don't know if you guys know who Gwen Stefani is. I heard her. She was the lead singer for a band called No Doubt, and then she broke off on her own. I heard her on a talk show one time. And she was talking. She got a question about how she was an overnight success, with no doubt. And she said, "Yes, if you count the eight, if you don't count the 18 years that we spent in dive bars, sure, I was I was overnight overnight success after 18 years in dive bars. So it's funny what people think the overnight success is, and you you only hear about the stories of people who have made lots of money, but the ones who spent years in the trenches." Starting over, doing it again, doing it again, like like Barry, like, like you have, not on purpose. It's what it's what happens to us, right? You know, I wish I had the foresight to stay in Herbalife in 1985 when when they got hit by the by every legal agency there was, um, but I, I didn't have that foresight. My check went way down, and I moved on. You have to you have to you know draw your line in the sand and say this is my industry. I'm going to find something I believe in, and I'm going to go, and that's what you go.
0: And George, you have always been an example to uh, to not only me but uh, everybody that's ever been in, in your groups. Because I know how hard you work with your people. You know, we we talked about a statistic I came across recently that uh, fifty thousand people per week worldwide are joining network marketing companies, and yet over ninety percent of them will never get any help from their sponsor. And uh, you're not that way. Do you think that that uh, this is a loaded question? But but do you think it's good to work with your people, or or just be a massive recruiter and throw them against the wall and see what what sticks?
1: Well, there's there's, there's two things there. And uh, number one is I don't know where that stat came from, but they weren't counting Avon because Avon brings in twenty two to twenty five a <laughs> week, or every week, to this day. Janice is is loading up. Right around 116, 125,000 a month, which means you know, between like 33,000 a week ourselves. So if that stat's correct, then only Avon and us are recruiting. So that stat must be um, not, not correct. But, but working with your people is important. But working with people that aren't going your direction, just because they joined you, just because you stayed at their house long enough before they joined, because they wanted to go to bed and you wouldn't leave until they joined doesn't mean they've made their own decision. You've got to have people who are going your direction, not just the one time when they first signed up, but now to show you. Have they gone through your action planning session? Have you created something to where you can get together and go over their goals and their plans and broken down your compensation plan backwards to say, all right, so you want to make $5,000 a month. Let's work this backwards because anybody in your company is going to figure out how to work that backwards. So you'll know I need X amount of people that means I got to sponsor of this many people. So if you need five thousand people, are you trying to find one person of 5,000? 5, 5, 5, no, you'd rather you'd rather over the time find twenty people who can find a few people who can find a few people, as opposed to counting on one person to find all those people. So if you break that backwards and you get them going and they jump on the calls, and you're not having to remind them about taking the product, remind them about jumping on the calls, if they're if they're breaking people on the calls with you. Yes, you want to work with anybody wanting to work with you. I've had people who've joined who brought some people in, and then they they go missing. So I don't work with them. I work with the people they brought in, and that's fine also, because they're still getting they're still getting benefits from that. But you have to work with the ones going your direction. You can't let one person take up your time. If you have one person taking up your time when you're trying to do the 90 day launch, question about the project ingredients or about why isn't this why isn't why isn't the shipping going out in time? You know, I've had people quit. Um, I'm involved right now with a huge company, but four years ago it wasn't so huge. I've Other people walk away because their product was four days late. If that's if that's, if that's all it takes to walk away from the company, then they need to you know they need to do control things that are happening. So yes, yeah, working with people is very important, but also understanding working with the people who want to do this, people who are going your direction, not just anybody.
0: I'm going to ask you one more question, George. i will see if Richard has a couple of questions for you too. But just shows everybody uh, why you love this industry, and you know you work hard every day. Even with the amount of money you're making today, didn't haven't you in the last uh, week or so sponsored several more people in, in the in the uh, your organization?
1: Yes, the pool the pool guy that that, that owns the pool company that we're in. Um, he's been wanting to get together for for months. I would wait until he was ready. I went out to his house Friday night and did a meeting for him and his wife. They both both joined. Um, they're coming over. To, they they joined already. They got their packages. Um, sponsored somebody from a from a store we went to the other day and got them in. Today we were able to get the, the video out through our through our app to two people. One person had built a large group before in a foreign country. Um, so I think in the last few days we sponsored. Uh, like five, four or five people in the last seven, eight days. And these are non, non-network non marketers. Um, re- just living life every day, you have opportunities. And, and if you're open and willing to talk to people, um, I'm, I'm not very shy when somebody asks me what I do. I tell them it's network marketing. You've heard of Herbalife, Amway, or Shackley, haven't you, Mary Kay? Yes. Well, it's not those companies, but it's like that, except that we're better. We have them, and then we just go into what we have. Same thing you guys could do, but I go right into the fact that we're network marketing and give them the example. I don't want to. If somebody doesn't like, it, I'm fine with that. Have have a nice life. But you'd be surprised how many people. I mean, I have witnesses around me every day that see me do that. I've had nobody ever say, "I hate network marketing."
0: Uh, Richard, Richard, let me go over to you. For a minute. have you got any questions that uh, you thought of that maybe would help our, our group tonight? Uh, that George could answer.
2: Absolutely. How are you doing, George? I'm good, thank you. Um, you know, I have somebody. I had somebody recently tell me, "I don't like network marketing and don't call me again." But I know how rare that really is. You know, listen to you talking well, about R-
1: R- 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 Richard. They saved you. They saved you hundreds of, of minutes and maybe hours, because they just they they, they just the, the the maybes or the. People who won't tell you they don't like it are the ones who waste all your time because you think they're still liking it and you're trying to pitch somebody who's not pitchable.
2: So I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, you're exactly right. I have coaxed people in to companies in the past and then I coaxed them in every single month. Um, oh, yeah, so we, we, we've all done that. We, we, we've all done. <laughs> trust me, I, I've been down that road. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, you're out and about. Um, a lot of people would think absolutely, and that's why Barry asked you, you don't need to sponsor, recruit any longer. You probably have a downline that's so massive you could spend all your time in downline management. But, you know, one of the problems that I come in to a lot talking to people on the phone is, and you hit it right on here, you're talking to non-networkers. What about, what can you talk about how important it is not to prejudge the people when you put that very first list together?
1: It's one of the most important things, another one of my slides in that same talk for the timing, is a picture of a chicken on a phone. Um, it, it doesn't translate very good. The Ukraine doesn't translate over in China either. But it's a, called the chicken list. It's the list that you're chicken to call because you think they make too much money. You've pitched them four times before in the last five years. You, you're on the same PTA with them or you're in real estate with them or some, somewhere where you have an embarrassment. And you don't want to either make money from them or something. Some kind of some kind of something gets them on your chicken list, and you're afraid to call them. When in turn, that could be the most important phone call you ever make. But you don't. You won't know that until you make that call. If you prejudge some people, you're voting for them. What if this did work the way it's supposed to? What if it did work and you were making five thousand, or ten thousand, or twenty thousand dollars a month? That person that you did not call. When they find out how much you're earning, or you quit your job and you're now vacationing during the week, and they have to go to work during the week, how's that going to? Why didn't you call them? I actually went to a meeting back in 2002 with a company, and it was it was a convention. I had been in for about six months, and I prejudged somebody. I never called him because I thought he was making enough money. In my mind, I thought he was making enough money. I didn't know that his check had gone down in half. But when he saw me at a convention, and this is somebody who he'd been to my parties. We'd seen movies together. We went on double dates. 30, you know, a long time ago, not just an acquaintance. This is a, this is a this is a friend friend. Every time he was in California, he stayed at my house. I, I was at his wedding. I mean, this is a friend friend. So when he saw me at the convention, he said, "Why didn't you call me? I thought we were friends." Wow. So if you if you call somebody a friend and you don't Tell them about what you believe is a great opportunity or, or a great situation in your life for health or wealth. Are you? Are they really your friend? What if they saw you at an event?
2: So that was a lesson I learned back in 2002. So obviously we shouldn't prejudge. It's really important to tell everybody what you're doing. Let them decide whether they want to get involved. George, you know the other problem that I come into personally a lot is I call them chasing balloons and rainbows. It's people who are always thinking that this new company might be better than the company they're in, and they start dividing their time in a way that they're really not doing justice for either company they're trying to work. How do you keep somebody yeah, focused in your company?
1: Well, it, 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 it's hard, but, but my girlfriend and my wife don't get along very well either, so I understand that. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the same situation, isn't it? How can you chase two things? Are you committed? or are, How can – Line, look up line to somebody who's doing two or three things, and some people say, oh, they don't compete. Well, they're competing for your time, and if they don't compete, well, then somehow they're competing. They really do. Never marketing is never marketing, no matter what product it is. Some people, some people will have a, um, they'll have a, they'll have like a product, which is a certain a service company and a product company, and they'll think that that's fine. But somewhere there's got to be. A, 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 a line here's that line again that line in the sand that Santa says let's go this is, this is what we're going to do let's go all out and make this thing happen so i i would say that especially you know there are some people like, like for instance my sponsor and the company i'm in right now he's built multiple checks over the years but he doesn't do all of them at one time he, you know these are people where he is and he goes into something else but he's a unique individual me I want to focus on one thing. I want my group to know I'm I'm here for them. We're here for him as a team. When you call here, we're not going to be talking about anything else but what we're doing. So that's that's how I feel. and That's the best way to to come across to other people. Like, I agree. Somebody, like sometimes people will say, "Well, I'll join yours if you join mine." We've all heard that. that. To, yeah, yeah, I I I haven't heard that one in years. But what what, what does that do? I don't, know, I don't I don't know I don't know if that does. That does nothing. Neither one of you are going to be happy. Now, of course, if you if you if you like products that are out there and you want to support your friend, by all means, go on, go order some products. Um, we buy products from many American companies, but we're not building there. We're not even put one person in over there. We're buying at wholesale, just like you buy it from Costco, or from Sam's Club, or something.
2: And I think that makes perfect sense. a lot of us buy from different network marketing companies. I think they have uh, superior products in a lot of a lot of areas that you couldn't find in a store. but like you say, we're not working those companies even though you might consume their products. One other quick question, maybe not so quick it it's it's hard sometimes to keep people focused after they've been in a company for ninety or one hundred and twenty days. um I run into it so much because of the First Start bonuses, and they bring people in, they get a little bit more money in that first month. the second sixty days, the people people come in, they get more of these fast start bonuses. By the 90 days are up, you really have to start thinking about living on residual income. Most people don't continue to sponsor. What do you do about? I always say you know don't judge your results in the short term. You know, you shouldn't do that. A basketball game isn't one quarter. A football game isn't just a kickoff. But people tend to start chasing balloons and rainbows when the money slows down. What do you tell people about that?
1: If a a person needs to pay, pay their rent, and we have a video about this, when a person needs to pay their rent, they need to go find a job to pay their rent. When a person needs to have a certain amount of income, they need to make that come in a different way this is not a business unless you have a database and unless you can move a group. And if you can do that, you're not, you know, that's a different situation. But if you're starting like most people start because you got introduced to a product and you're going to be excited about that product and then you're going to introduce your friends because of a product and you're going to meet people and and do what you're going to do, whether it be a 90-day plan or a 30-day plan, back-to-back-to-back, whatever it might be, that's going to lead to a, a growth but it's not going to happen overnight. You have to have this understanding. This is not a, this is not a get rich quick, but it is a get rich. But it takes time. It's like compound interest. The same kind of thing. It's that penny for 31 days? In the last three or four days is the biggest. You know, obviously the best part of that. Now, unlike Amway, when Amway was doing this years ago, there would be people on a five-year plan. It used to be impossible to get anybody from Amway because if they were only in year three of their five years, they were so convinced that in year five and year six and beyond was when their was when their um, situation was gonna change. That was the stories Amway gave forever. So if you if you found out about people in Amway in their first, second, third year, fourth year, they were impossible to move. Once they get, once they're in their fifth or sixth year you couldn't move them because it was like reality sat in. But that's different here. When you start building you have to let things grow. You have to, especially if you're building by using the product, meaning that you're getting people in because of a product. If it's product and business in the same conversation, it moves faster because people are joining because of the business. But the business only is good because of the product, so good. But if it's only product users, they don't tend to share as much as a person building the business with the product. I know it sounds like it's uh, hyperbole or something, but it, 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 you, you really, you, you really, you really have. To you really have to um, have that be the same sentence. You don't, you don't really see somebody buying vitamins at GNC, referring people to, to a, um, a great product at GNC. But when you have the same sentence, it be the opening sentence about the product and the business, now you've got an opportunity to, to build the group faster because people aren't waiting for results. Some people will wait for results on the product that they, they may not notice right away, and it takes longer, and all of a sudden it's it's longer. So I always say if you pitch both at the same time, people joining because of the business and the product, now you have a chance to go a little bit faster. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, George. I'm going to send
2: it back to you, Barry.
0: All right. Thank you, Richard. Um, George, is there any last thought? To, I mean, you know, you, you asked me earlier what is the main thought that you you would like presented here, and I said, I just want to make sure that everybody knows the secret to making the kind of income you make is called work. Do you have any final thoughts on that?
1: I would say just that. I mean, look at yourself in the mirror and ask ask yourself this question: Did what you do this week, if you if 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 if, if what you did this week, was repeated by people in your group? How much money would you have made if what you did today was done by everybody in your group how's that working out for you did did you organize today or did you talk to new people did you did you call your upline for most of of the day or what did you do today that's that's the main thing on a weekly daily basis check in to make sure you're talking to new people it doesn't take um rocket scientists to um to understand that the more people you talk to the more people you put in front of what you're doing and you tell the story how many times today does the story get told by you or by somebody else in your group that's the main thing that's happening and until your group starts growing 300 250 300 300 plus people a month you, you have to keep your pedal you have to keep your foot on the pedal like you're not sleeping as long as you want to and you're not doing anything else as much as you want to and you're you're all you're doing is you're eating you're sleeping you're paying attention to you're keeping your job, and then you're doing this. That's it. And you have to have buy-in from your family, your spouse, or your kids, or your parents, or your whatever. You have to have buy-in from everybody else around you to, I'm um, taking this time right now. And that's the main thing, is that everybody's on the same page. And understand, this is, a, this, is a, not, this is not a short term. For some people who can move lots of people, it's a short term. The old days are gone, where we used to sell 5,000. I was in a company, I, I used to sell a 25,000 and a $40,000 package. I used to, they used to back up the, the, the semi-truck and they would they would back up king-size beds, a company called Niken, and I would sell a $40,000 package. And you have to ask if you're on the second floor or the first floor of your apartment. But we um, they, they don't have those size package anymore. Those aren't allowed anymore. So it, it's it, it's not about the upfront sale about getting that person that you just enrolled to take action, open up their list to you and until you find somebody and taproot them all the way down. So that would be the long the the long way to answer your question. I'm sorry Barry, but that would be it would be do what you want your group to do and keep doing it until you're growing about three hundred people a month.
0: You just jogged my memory, and I I often tell, you know, a few years back, uh, you brought me into a a particular company, and anyway, you put the thought into my mind, let's break a record for a particular month, and we did break that record, and I've always... Given you, I yes, I, I did a lot of work, but you were coaching. You every day, you were asking me, "What what did you do today?" But at the end of the day, what, how many new people did you talk to? Uh, a few times when I thought, we, uh, I, "I'm not going to make it." what would you always do you'd get on there and say oh yes you are going to make it how many more people could you talk to and and you hounded you you were fanatical about me talking to my warm market my chicken list everybody that that possibly knew who barry mcleod was you need i need to be talking to and sure enough i think we took, took it right down to the last day but we broke that record so the the advice you're giving tonight on this Wolfpack call is exactly it's a, a tried-and-true principle because it's the exact same advice that you gave me those many years ago when, when we made that feat and accomplished that. Uh, again, it's, it's work, and, boy, George, just really, really appreciate you taking the time tonight to be here to share your knowledge. Barry,
1: Barry, that, with, that was um, February 2004. And, and you had told me when I called you that you didn't have any anybody left in your word market, you couldn't call anybody because you'd just gotten them in something and, and that didn't work out, and you couldn't call anybody if I had any leads for you. And I said, sure, I got leads for you, but who would you call if you did call somebody? And that's what we did every day. Who would you call? And he sponsored 31 people in, in, 20, in, in 28 days or whatever it was. So congratulations. And, and, yes, you did it, even though we didn't run one ad or one lead came from anywhere else.
0: Yeah, you're right, because I was insistent that I didn't have a warm market left, and uh, you wouldn't let me call leads. And so there's definitely a message there. I appreciate that a lot. I still appreciate that today, George. That was a, one of the highlights of my career. And it also taught me exactly what you're talking about, about going back to your warm market, even though you think none of them is going to be interested. I've had them in 15 programs, none of it worked. That whole situation so thank you thank you for sharing that tonight and mr george my good friend for many years thank you so kindly for taking i know how busy you are and i i commend you i i thank you for taking the time to be here tonight and share your knowledge with everyone it's uh i've taken a lot of notes hopefully everybody else has and and uh be sure and tell hello to your entire staff you got a great staff and uh and uh, especially Pat uh, and uh, Donna. Uh, love those two, and uh, George, we love you too, and thank you again for for being who you are. Really appreciate that, buddy. And,
1: and thank you, Barry. Everybody just um never have a thought about giving up. That's the main thing. If you don't give up, you can't fail. Just keep on putting people in the program, show, show them the system, and it'll all work out. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Richard.